could fastly be one of the keys to a spiritual awakening in America? Could fasting be what unifies an entire generation to reach their world for Christ? You might be thinking, mm, young people won't fast. <laughs> They're great at indulging, but certainly not fasting, right? Well, I'm not so sure about that. I've watched young people enthusiastically involved in prayer and fasting. Over the years, I've asked myself, why not? Why not teach teenagers the, the more difficult things, the more disciplined things in the, in the uh, Christian faith? L listen, I wanna get really practical on this podcast. L um, let me, I'll start by saying this, fasting is going to hurt. We gotta stop looking for supplements or menus and ways out of the pain and the longings, right? And we need to learn to master those moments with words of affirmation or worship or prayer, right? So let me walk you through a little acronym um, on fasting, F-A-S-T-I-N-G. The F, let's begin with that. It's the first step. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. With this partial fast, maybe it's just a meal. Maybe your first step is a meal. And then you step back and you look and say, man, I could handle that. But, um, or maybe you need to go, you know, less to, to just juices and water, you know. You could do that once a week or once a month. And then step back and look and say, can I handle this? Can I handle more, right? That's the first step. Ask yourself, how, how, how am I doing with a short fast or a longer fast? And understand that it's going to hurt. So get past that. Hey, the A, advanced steps. Once you have accomplished that first step, right? Then proceed with a two meal fast or a 24 hour fast, right? Which is really just two meals. It means that you would stop dinner, after dinner on Thursday night, you wouldn't eat dinner again until Friday night. So you would skip Friday's uh, breakfast and Friday's lunch. If you're able to do that, Maybe you move on to something greater, right? Don't worry about the stomach rumblings or the pains and that you're gonna die, right? And you can't handle this. That's just your body getting used to the new routine, right? Of not stuffing ourselves <laughs> or eating when we're hungry. Listen, if you are able to handle that, then look at the next level. Beyond that 24 hour fast, maybe you move to a 36 hour fast, right? It's a lifestyle change that has to take place, and that's okay. Look at the lifestyle change that might help you get along with that extended fast. Hey, the S is stay with a cycle. Don't make fasting a one-time thing. Once you get comfortable with fasting for that short time, commit to doing this every week, right? Or choose a day that works for you and do it every month. But that intermittent or cycle or scheduled fasting is revolutionary. You could stretch that, as I said, to 36 hours, which would be three meals, right? Once you've adjusted your body to fasting and you've learned how, you want to take it a step further each time. I've chosen uh, Fridays. Many, many years ago, I chose Fridays for my fast. And because of that discipline of fasting every week, it changed, it. it changed my life, it changed my thinking, right? And now my goal is 75 days each year.
Look at, let's go to the T. The task or the reason why I'm fasting. This is the task at hand, the purpose of the fast. To make fasting as effective as possible, make sure that on the fasting day, you are focusing on a topic. You are focusing on something that you're praying for. And then you use prayer and worship and reading and contemplation and silence and stillness. You want your fasting day routine to be simple, not cluttered with a lot of extras. And remember, you are not just skipping a meal. You are replacing that, that meal or those urges, that appetite, with the discipline of prayer, worship, reading, contemplation, silence, or stillness. Listen, I will often choose one task, one assignment or one goal to focus on each week when I fast on Fridays. This is what is so great about the cycle fast because you can then come back to it periodically and fast on a regular basis. For one thing, you could fast each task, each topic, each fasting period, you choose one thing to focus on. All right, listen, the last point in this practical guide to fasting is the ING, right? We've done the F-A-S-T, here's the ING. This is what happens after the fast, the ING, right? <laughs> the measurement or evaluation of what is going on during my fasting. What is and what was the point of fasting? Why did I do this, right? The ING is the takeaway. It will be important to make sure that you are writing, journaling, right? getting your thoughts down, the readings down, and your prayers down. Write your prayers out. Make a prayer request list and a prayer answered list. That's so powerful to look back on the ending, right? The ING, the ending, to chronicle your spiritual growth information. All right, listen, finally, in this practical way to talk about the importance of prayer and fasting, I love the story of Smith Wigglesworth, one of our great evangelists in American history. Smith Wigglesworth was invited to a meeting of ministers in Philadelphia early in his ministry. These young ministers asked him to come and lead a revival and gospel crusade in Philadelphia. So, he told them that he would come and he would pray with them about this invitation. After arriving in Philadelphia, Smith met with about 30 um, leaders in the Philadelphia area. After about an hour of prayer in this meeting and short prayers from some of the ministers who were there, then Smith came up to the front and began to pray and pray and pray. It was several hours later when he got up from his knees in front of those men, when he got up from his knees, that there was only one organizing minister still there to greet him. Excited to hear what Smith had to say about his involvement in their invitation to come and do this crusade in Philadelphia, the young minister asked Smith what he thought about this invitation and coming to help them. Smith boldly looked at the young lone minister left from the prayer meeting and told him that he would not be coming to Philadelphia. Well, you can imagine the young minister was shocked and he asked Smith why he would not be coming to Philadelphia. 
Smith Wigglesworth's reply was simple. Well, young man, there isn't enough prayer here to support a crusade and revival in the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> what a remarkable story, right? Listen, I think we've forgotten sometimes about the importance of prayer. A special kind of prayer and replacement of our appetites, our desires. That's what fasting is. It brings an urgency and reveals to us the things that control us, overcomes our natural desires, creates spiritual formation and maturity in us, and creates unity in the body of Christ. Listen, what we are seeing in our nation today is going to require this kind of tandem, spiritual discipline of prayer and fasting in order for us to see our nation turned around. We must raise this generation in a greater discipline of prayer and fasting so that they can move in unity. Hey, thanks again for listening to us. You know where to find us. Every week, we are right here. And if you just go to our socials, you can look at the link tree where you can read the manuscript at the website, where you can listen to the iTunes podcast, or you can watch us on the YouTube channel. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great week.